This is Alexander Sadiq, Dr. Julian Bashir on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And you are listening to the biggest little show this side of the Gamma Quadrant. It's the Trek Geeks podcast with Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. Starfleet Travel Office, Division Pod Fleet Command. It's the biggest little show this side of the Alpha Quadrant, the flagship of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Greetings to you, convention goers and fans, one and all, and welcome to the Trek Geeks Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Smith. This is episode number 280, and we are so freaking excited to be here this week. That's right. We're back, baby. We're going to hit the con circuit. Of course, by me, I do mean... My incredibly irritating co-host and I. He is um, somebody who I'm going to try to maroon in Chicago every chance I get. Um, I'm hoping he'll get maybe swept up in a in a street fight or or perhaps just by taken by a band of gypsies. I don't know. He's the largely losable Dan Davidson. And Dan, um, we're hitting the road, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen. Flight 1701, now boarding for Chicago. I'm not even packed. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited, dude. I am so happy, so excited, so looking forward to this upcoming win- uh, weekend. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Enunciation can't How do you really wait. feel? I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be you awesome. cannot wait. It is going to be fun. It is going to be emotional. It is going to be exciting. Um, we haven't done this in over two years, two and a half years. Uh, and it's, it's, I'm ready. I'm ready, man. And it's going to be, it's going to be epic. That's, that's the word I keep using. I mean, I, I, I get the sense this could be a smaller convention than the ones we've mm-hmm. been to in the past because of the state of the world, because of people's various feelings on getting back out there. But you know what? The epicness is going to come in our ability just to see people and more about that coming up. Um, Let's get some news out of the way real quick. We didn't really mm. planning a news update, but right. just as we started to record today, oh boy, it was announced mm-hmm. that the final season of Star Trek Picard season three will feature <clears throat> Patrick Stewart, <laughs> Jonathan Frakes, Whoa. LeVar Burton, Say what? Gates McFadden, oh boy. Marina Sirtis, what? Michael Dorn, oh my. and Brent Spiner. That's right. All seven Series regulars from Star Trek The Next Generation will reunite in character Mm -hmm. in the final season of Picard. Oh, 
Oh my god! I'll tell you what. It was like two or three minutes before we we signed on to record, and you sent me a link, and I was in the middle of doing some stuff for work, so I'm like, oh gosh, okay, I'll just click it real quick. I stopped everything I was doing, and every hair that I have left on my body was standing straight up because the tra- the teaser trailer was phenomenal. It's definitely a teaser trailer, but you hear the voices and their new lines, so it's not reconstituted footage of lines. Right. They're all going to be there, and then we got you know we got to see things. Also, and I don't want to give any spoilers away for those who haven't seen the, the teaser trailer. Go check it out. It's going to be worth that minute because it's freaking unbelievable. And I am so excited, so excited that they're bringing them all back. I can only hope that that maybe they they work in some characters we don't expect, like a mm-hmm. Wesley Crusher, for example. Yes, would be awesome. Because there's no reason to not include Wesley. Right, right. If it's the final season of Picard and, and theoretically the final time that Patrick Stewart will play Jean-Luc Picard... It makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Seeing this, and I understand, you know, we talked about the possibility, you know, why why didn't they do this during the weekend? And I understand today being first contact day might have something to do with it. They wanted to release something big. But I'll tell you what, over the course of the last couple of months, as Star Trek Picard Season 2 has been on, um, Doug Drexler and the Akutas have been just, you know, throwing little things here and there on social media because they're working on, on season And Dave three. Blass, who's and, done an yeah, amazing Dave job. Dave Blass. They're not giving anything away, but one of the same things that all of these people are saying, if you think season two is awesome, you are not even going to believe what happens in season three. So these teasers, and now we get to actually see something. Oh my God, my day's made. We haven't even gotten to two o'clock in the afternoon yet. If you don't want to hear speculation, fast forward about five minutes. <laughs> You don't get to fast forward. Oh, I'm sorry. You're part of this. Oh. Um, And I regret that every day (laughs) of my freaking life. Uh, No. Um, But yeah, if you don't want to hear the speculation on on where we think season three could go and possibly some of the season two details, if you haven't seen it, please fast forward five minutes now. If you're not, we're going to talk about it in three, two, one. So Dan, Hmm. I have some thoughts on what I think season three could be about. I don't know if you do. I have not given any thought to it, actually. Um, And it's not because I don't want to. I just, I've been so caught up in season two and loving what I'm seeing in season two. I haven't even thought about season three. Uh, The teaser was, was really um, interesting in that it showed, you know, Jean-Luc taking out his old Enterprise D version of his uniform and his badge. Um, So obviously something's going to be going on where they're all getting together. We saw Riker in the, in the trailer as well, holding a phaser. So, um, I have, I have no idea. I, you are usually real, whether they're right or wrong, your, um, this is what I think is going to happen moments are usually pretty interesting. So I'm really excited to hear what you're going to say. Um, well, obviously this season, um, uh, there's a Borg tie-in with the Borg queen. Mm -hmm. We know that at the end of season or sorry, uh, episode five, season two, it looks as though Agnes Gerardi has perhaps succumbed to some assimilation. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that season three will be the final conflict with the Borg ever. And Agnes Gerardi is the new Borg queen. I agree 100% with you that Agnes is the new Borg queen. At the end of this season, I think that Borg queen that we saw in episode one will be unmasked and it will be Agnes. I, yes. I, am, I think that's going to be the case. Yeah. And I think there'll be a cliffhanger in between seasons. Yeah, which would be great. I think that'd be a fantastic way to, to tie the, the final season with it. So Yeah, uh, I, I have to believe that's where it's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm psyched if that's where it's going. Oh, yeah, Honestly, me too. I'm psyched with whatever they do because 
season two has been so incredible so far. I loved season one. I know a lot of people didn't. I thought it was an amazing character study and ex- yep. you know, exploration of, of Jean-Luc Picard as a man. Um, but season two is just, has really just raised the bar so high. It has. It really has. It's, and like I said, one of my favorite Star Trek episodes of all time was in this season. So, um, they've really done a great job. You got to hand it to Terry, the showrunner. He's been fantastic. He knows how to treat a Star Trek series, uh, and everybody associated with the show has done a fantastic job. Without question. So, um, let's do a little business with America, as Gene Rayburn used to say on Match Game. Brown. And uh, we'll be right back um, to talk about Submission Chicago. Dan, as always, we want to take this moment to thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Yeah, absolutely, man. That is true. I got to tell you, it's it's been two and a half, almost three years since we're able to hang out with our friends at Fansets. So uh, this is yet another reason why I am so looking forward to this weekend uh, at Mission Chicago. And uh, uh, you should be excited too, listeners, because if you're going to Chicago this weekend, you have got to stop by the Fansets booth. Number 2210 is their booth number, because you're going to want to pick up the three special edition Mission Chicago pins. They are gorgeous. One of them has glitter, so it's extra gorgeous. Uh, if you're not going to the con, you might be able to pick them up at fansets.com, but that's only if they don't sell out over the weekend. Uh, and Bill, uh, I have heard a rumor that fansets may have a couple of other April releases available at the convention. So uh, we're going to need to keep our eyes peeled, buddy. Absolutely. What people don't realize is that you'll be wearing full body glitter at the Trek Geeks booth on Sunday. That was a surprise. Yeah, to us all. So everyone, you know what I'm going to say. Head on over to thefansets.com, put a bunch of pins and accessories in your cart and check out. Be sure to enter this week's special discount code word convention. That's C-O-N-V-E-N-T-I-O-N in all capital letters for 10% off your entire order. Now, this offer will be good until April 20th, 2022 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, don't forget, when you spend more than $30 on fansets.com, you will automatically get free shipping in the United States. Fansets. Our pins have character. And we thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you haven't checked out the galaxy's first interactive Tribble from Science Division, I've said it before, I'm going to say it again, you are really missing out. You are, because this officially licensed Tribble is is truly an amazing, high-quality Star Trek collectible, which we know you're going to be so proud to add to your collection. Dan and I both have one, and we love these Tribbles. So much work and creativity went into creating these two, right down to the softest fur you can possibly imagine. Plus, the sounds that Tribble makes, straight out of TOS, you will swear that this Tribble was delivered straight from Space Station K7 right to your door. Yeah, plus the Science Division Tribble has its own app that you can use to control it. Uh, it's not necessary, but I got to tell you, it is so much fun to make it scream at people like, you know, a po- annoying podcast co-host, particularly named Bill Smith. Uh, fret not, however, because everyone except Bill knows that Tribbles are not dangerous. That's true. Yes. They are not. Uh, If you're going to be at Mission Chicago this coming weekend, see the Science Division Tribble Adoption Center for yourself at booth 2113 and pick up one of the galaxy's first interactive Tribbles for your very own. Of course, if you're not at Chicago this weekend, 
you know what I'm going to say. Get on over to sciencediv.com today and get yourself one of these furballs, Dan. Absolutely. You know, I didn't use the voice before, so you know it's coming, right? Uh, you do know yeah. that, right? Uh. Because <laughs> Science Division, trouble's never been this fun. And we thank our friends at Science Division for sponsoring this week's episode. Name <laughs> them. Roadhog. <laughs> you sound like Mr. Magoo when you do I that. Thought, I know. It's, it's, it's a mix between Mr. Magoo, Eon the Terrible from Rudolph's Shiny New Year, and Cyrano Jones. I can honestly say I've never seen Rudolph's Shiny New Year. You're not missing much. This is all standing. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Phil Flox, also known as John Billingsley, speaking. I am the president of the board of the Hollywood Food Coalition. We serve terrific multi-course meals to the unhoused and to those in need seven nights a week. We assist as many as 100 nonprofits with their food needs, buttressing extraordinary social service programs. We work with community partners to address issues of food insecurity here in SoCal. We do lots of other great stuff, but how much time do we have? If you're in L.A., come and volunteer with us at hofoco.org slash volunteer. And any Federation credits you can spare go a long way. Well, buddy, here we are. We are just a... We're just over 48 hours before we leave for Chicago uh, uh. and Star Trek Mission Chicago, the first eventual convention in over two years. Yeah. And um, pretty soon we'll be on the ground setting up the old Trek Geeks booth. And uh, I, I'm still kind of pinching myself because I can't believe this is really happening after all this time. I'll, 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 no, I won't pinch you. I'll punch you. You will not pinch me. I will punch you is what I was going to say. But um, why don't you I'm just ve- concentrate I'm on the excited. Con. Well, that's part of the fun because we'll be together. You know what happens when we get together? We have fun. It's going to be fun. I, yeah, I, but seriously, you know, it, it was it was devastating to cancel our trip right at the last minute in Vegas last summer because of the pandemic and all of the uh, spiking numbers in in Nevada and especially in Las Vegas. So we decided for that for our families and the health of those around us and ourselves, we had to cancel. And it really it hurt. It was it was tough. It was a tough few weeks uh, to get over that, but. As this has gotten closer over the last month and a half, two months, and seeing all of the names that have been released, and also seeing all the names of our friends who have decided that they're going to go, I am so pumped up for this, man. It is going to be a fantastic, fantastic weekend. It's kind of a bummer that it's only going to be a few days. We're used to the long ones in Vegas being like a week, and this is only a a kind of a long weekend, but we're going to make every second count because it's going to be glorious. Oh, we will. And even Vegas is a shorter con this year. It's yeah. four days instead of five, which which I'm okay with because I felt like that fifth day really was- Money grab. There wasn't a whole lot of value there, you <laughs> yeah, know? Absolutely. Um, well, even today, as we record this on First Contact Day, April 5th, 2022, the Vulcans show up in 41 years, baby. 41 years. Um, Ethan Peck has been added. Rebecca yes. Romaine. Noel yeah. Wells from Lower Decks. Um, Celia Rose Gooding, who plays Cadet Uhura on Strange New Worlds. Um uh, since we've last recorded, Jack Quaid has been added. Yeah. Uh, Tawny Newsom, Ken Mitchell. So uh, they are, uh, I have a feeling they could wind up adding people right up until the con happens and maybe even then because after today's announcement of the TNG cast reuniting for Picard season three, who knows what could happen at the con now? 
Oh yeah, I mean we've seen we've seen stranger things happen. Um, you know the the whole announcement of Picard in Vegas that was that was not expected. Um, and who knows um, with so much new Trek right now, and which is kind of cool. Chicago's got a lot of new Trek being representative represented. Uh, I would not be surprised if there is a a huge uh, bombshell coming out of this weekend's convention, being an official Star Trek convention at that as well. Well, I think that. And this is something we we almost talked about on shore leave when we were on uh, with them live on Facebook the other night. Um, I think that the official con is going to be more for new Star Trek. This has not been announced. We haven't heard anything, but right. based on the way the programming is, I'm almost starting to think that they're going to let a show like Creations Vegas show have a lot of the legacy Trek stars mm-hmm. um, because it's it's a bigger show um, that's still an amazing draw. Um, it's going to be a hugely successful con, but it's the best way for them to promote their current product by using all the new shows and the litany that we seem to have for wherever the mission is in whatever city. Absolutely. And with the, the amount of new watchers with shows like Prodigy and Lower Decks and, and stuff like that, why not? Why not have the spotlight? There's so much new Trek right now. And and I don't know about you, man, but I'm certainly not seeing or hearing about any of the Trek burnout that we saw when, oh my God, there was two shows on at once with <laughs> Enterprise and Voyager. Um, it's it just, it's just, it keeps coming in because it's it's been so popular. Yeah, shine the spotlight on it. Have all the cast of these new shows, which people are going nuts over, um, be be in the limelight, which they deserve to be right now. And I'm not taking anything away from any of our beloved friends from all of the other shows from the past, but I think that's one of the things that I'm really looking forward to this weekend is that there's so much new Trek representation. I think that's going to be great. I feel like you know we get to divide up all the Trek into multiple parts of the year. So before we go to the con, I would feel like Vegas was it. I mean, I invested everything in Vegas mentally, emotionally. It was what recharged my fandom every single year. Mm -hmm. And now you and I are going to go to two massive Star Trek conventions in the scope of four months. Right. And we're going to have more Trek than we know what to do with, quite frankly. That's not a bad (laughs) thing though, is it? It's not. (laughs) Talk about an embarrassment of riches as fans, you know? Uh, I'm looking at the list of panels and, you know, I mean, there are some of the usual things you would expect to see, like a cast panel from a series. Awesome. But I mean, you know, either primary or secondary track, you know, we've got um, uh, on Thursday, like there's, there's a cosplay and family stage. Yeah. At the con. That's Uh, one of the panels first up on, on Friday is warp speed into the future with over 30 cosplay. I mean, what a great, Hype. That's us. Yes, please. I mean, we're, we're way over 30, but <laughs> don't tell bit. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what a great, great idea for a panel. Um, and there are other ones, you know, Star Trek Online finally yeah. got some prominent space in a con. There's isn't a, it, isn't there's it amazing a, there's a book to step panel. on your toes? To step on your toes about that real quick. Isn't it amazing? Over the course of the last year, I really think that Star Trek Online has taken off to a level that I don't think anybody expected. And that's not to say that it's been a bad game because it hasn't. It's been one of the best games, Star Trek, if not the best game. It's really taken off. And Noah Averbeck Katz is going to be on that panel to talk about what's coming in Star Trek Online. I think that's going to be one of the cool ones to check out on Friday. I agree, too. I mean, we've got everything from science panels to there's an LGBTQ plus collective panel. Mm -hmm. First up on 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 Friday, I keep wanting to say Thursday because I'm so used to Vegas. Um, <laughs> there, there's there's a story time panel with author Rob Perlman on the family stage um, in the afternoon. 
what a great idea because we want these events to be for kids also. Right. Um, but one of the things I'm really excited about, Dan, is a screening of the brand new um, director's edition 4K of Star Trek The Motion Picture in the main ballroom during the con. That's something you just don't normally see. No, I mean, it'd be one thing, you know, I, I know that on the cruise, sometimes they've shown the episodes that are running, you know, like Discovery, I think they played on the cruise a few weeks ago. Yep. This is a this is a full-length feature film that's long in itself. It's a longer movie, um, and but they're going to be shown at the con. And I got to say, what we've seen so far, the 4K, it's going to be worth going to watch. And it'll be interesting. I don't remember the last time I was at a movie theater watching a Star Trek movie with Star Trek fans. It's been yeah. decades um, so I think it's great. I mean, they're, they're pushing this because it's really, it really looks fantastic. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting that they've got, uh, uh, that they've got a lot of these things going on. They got to learn to draw Star Trek panel. That's going to be, that's something that I'm interested in. See, we got, there's so much going on. We're not going to have time. It's going to be like Vegas. We're not going to have time to go all the, all these things. Well, and the artist <laughs> doing that is, is the guy behind the mirror war art. Um, and he's got a booth in, in the, the vendors hall too. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Smith, no relation. Uh, when I know as a big Mirror Universe fan, I know you're going to be going over to visit that booth for sure. I'll be, I'll be putting my I'll be back tag uh, <laughs> on my chair in the booth because I'll be over, you know, talking to, you know, Mr. Smith. Not Will you. Will it be spelled like right? Talking to you. Doubt, absolutely doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> also happening Thursday, and we want to call this out because um, we're so excited and proud that this is happening. One of the, one of the, the most popular panels we had during Trek Talks uh, Dan was the Trek Divism panel mm -hmm. uh, with Matthew Simone from uh, with the first link here on the Trek Geeks podcast network, and a variety of of Star Trek folks talking about um, Star Trek and and real world change. How can it be a catalyst? Mm -hmm. And Matthew is doing a version of that panel live at Star Trek Mission Chicago on Friday at six fifteen p.m. local time with Noah Averback Katz, yes. Chase Masterson. Yep. Um, Heather Ray, who will yes. join us on a panel, um, and a couple of other folks like Randy Frank from the Lambda Quadrant and uh, Jen Ucellis, the uh, the uh, the Klingon. The uh, she, oh God, I'm going to screw this up, and I'm sorry, Jen. Um, she sings in Klingon. Yes, that's, let's uh, leave Klingon it that. pop warrior or pop Klingon <laughs> warrior. I really apologize, Jen, but I'm very excited that you're part of that panel. Um, I, I think that's fantastic because. Um, this is not the kind of thing that we've seen at a Star Trek convention before. You've had smaller discussions, but not certainly something focused on catalyzing real world change. Yeah, and 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 isn't that what Star Trek has always been about? So it's kind of about time, I would I would say. Um, I yeah. you know I certainly don't want to pat ourselves on the back, but but it it really is about time that that this is taking more of a front seat uh, in some of these discussions and panels. And uh, I only hope that it continues to build based on what we did with the with the fundraiser a couple of months ago. What happens this weekend in Chicago? I know we're going to do something in Vegas with regards to it, and I hope it just continues to snowball because it's important, and especially right now in today's world, it's extremely important that uh, um, that these conversations continue. Agreed. In fact, I realized I just used the word catalyzing, and I wasn't sure if it was a word. I just looked it up. It is. Don't at me. I never doubt you, dude. <laughs> now, if I had said it, absolutely people could have been like, is that a real word? Because, damn. But, you know, I trust right, you. Right, right. <laughs> on, on Saturday, um, right off the bat, there were a couple of, of fantastic panels scheduled. One of them is body painting for cosplay. Yeah. I. How has this never been a topic of conversation before? Don't know. 
That is one of the most amazing forms of art I've ever seen. Yeah. It really is. It's amazing what people can do when they're doing these uh, body painting cosplays. Um, I saw one the other day. I was just a quick tangent. It's not Star Trek related. Of someone who did a... um, not Catwoman, but a uh, black, uh, black one of the cat superhero villains from Spider Man, and the cosplay body paint made her look like a cartoon. Yeah, it was phenomenal, and I, this is a one I'm very interested in seeing. We've got uh, a, a panel with uh, Alexander Sadig and the Sid City Social yeah. Club and how they changed lives during the pandemic. There's an Idic panel with Chase Masterson. Uh, high, highlighting superhero in real life, uh, the program that she works with. Mm-hmm. Dr. Aaron McDonald doing a panel, Build Your Own Planet. James Cromwell, Saturday Big. at noon on the awesome uh, in 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 a in a room that I thought should be much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> He's in up. the same room that we'll be in on Sunday. Oh, upstairs. there'll be plenty of seats for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's cosplay meetups. Uh, there's a physics of Star Trek panel. Some more science. Um, that's another Dr. Aaron panel, which is, is awesome. Dr. Muhammad Noor is also having some panels during the, uh, the weekend too, which I think is fantastic. Both of our current Star Trek science consultants, uh, the George Takei, of course, makes his return to the main ballroom at an official oh, yeah. Star Trek convention, which is yep. exciting. Um, a panel that I'm really excited about the first and only's barrier breaking characters in Star Trek. And I think this is going to be a fantastic panel. It's upstairs in room 471B. Um, it's one of the women at warp panels, and I think it's going to be a fantastic uh, piece of programming. Uh, I think this is an important discussion to have, especially now. Especially now. we got so many things going on in, in the world in the Uni- and in the United States that um, these type of things, like as right now this week, not getting politics in the show because we don't do that, but it's groundbreaking this week is we're going to probably see our first African-American woman be um, appointed to the Supreme Court, the highest court in the United States. So groundbreaking. So it, it, it kind of makes perfect sense to have something like this uh, this weekend, and it'll be a great uh, discussion. I'm sure everyone over at Women at Warp always has great conversations um, and panels. I'm actually looking forward to the piece of the Hallmark action panel <laughs> because I always love to see what's coming out for my Trek Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, understandably so. I gotta say. And, yeah. and Hallmark always delivers. Um, I know that uh, Kevin Dilmore, we've, mm-hmm. we've run into him at the Hallmark booth in years past. I think that's going to be pretty fantastic. I think there's more. Are there more storyteller ornaments coming? I think uh, they better be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll grab by the scruff of the neck and say, "What are you doing? Hurry up!" Let's you will go. do no such thing. <laughs> um, there's there's an extra galactic drag extravaganza. Yes, Saturday at six fifteen. I think this is so awesome. Um, I'm glad that it's on the official schedule. This is just stuff that we never got before. Um, but the one that really surprises me, and I don't see her listed as a guest, is our friend Bonnie Gordon the voice of the computer in Star Trek Prodigy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. is doing a panel, a voiceover panel with her, which I think is fantastic. Um, I will be at that one. <laughs> I, seven, I, okay. Uh, she talks about what it's like to record on the new show, the process from scratch recording with the animati- animatics to the final recording session. We just assume that people, you know, set up a booth in their closet and talk. And yeah. It is so much more involved. And I think this is going to be amazing for... Especially people who love Prodigy. It, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear how they make the sausage, but this is kind of, it is very interesting to see what is done with New Trek. Now, I bet you in the old days, 
That's exactly what they did. They walked into a room and and voiced over the uh, TAS. And William Shatner walked into a room with little foam on the wall and blah, 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 and he was done. There's a whole process. But I'm sure there's a whole huge process that goes on with, you know, the history of everything going on in Star Trek at the time. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what this is all about. Plus, uh, if we start looking at Sunday, the last day of the con. I'm going to talk about the last thing first. Hmm. You and I are in the mm-hmm. very last panel of the day up on the fourth floor. There are two floors, the main ballroom on the third floor in the West Building at McCormick Place and the fourth floor, which has the secondary track theaters. You and I and Heather are in the only panel at 3.30 up on that floor. It's the last one of the day called Star Trek Saved My Life. And it's yeah. a, a, an expanded discussion based on the episode that we did for Captive Pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, to talk about the real world positive impact that Star Trek has in people's lives. Is it, um, is it wrong of me to say they're maybe saving the best for last? I'm just going to throw that out there or. No, not really. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a serious conversation. Um, we're very uh, happy and proud to have Heather joining us for this conversation. Um, anybody uh, who has listened to the show knows what a profound impact that Star Trek has had on me and on you. Um, and it literally saved my life. And, and we've felt over the years that it's time to, to be more open with the story and, and get it out there because we hear so many uh, other people who struggle and have, and, and, and have had Star Trek uh, be an impactful part of their life. So uh, it's something that I'm really looking forward to. It's great to be um, adding Heather to the discussion. And we've already heard from people that really want to be involved in any future ones that we do. So it's proof that um, the stories are out there. Um, and I think it's important for those stories to be told. I think this is a discussion that is pretty evergreen whenever there's a convention. Yeah. Um, there's no there's no time on it. I mean, every story is relevant in the here and now, no matter when it happened, because one person may hear it that never heard it before. I think that's the most important aspect. Exactly. Um, You know, you you never know what words are going to resonate or impact with somebody, especially Mm -hmm. in a panel like this one. And it's, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a very serious panel. There's not going to be the usual Trek geeks, you know, yucking it up. Um, If you're going to this panel, you may want to bring some tissues um, because it, there's a very good chance it will be emotional. And you'll also, if you're going to have any young people that are going to come with you to the convention and you come to this panel, there is going to be serious discussion about suicide and self-harm. So keep that in mind as well. Um, we try, I will, you know, when I'm doing my discussion, I will be very cognizant of the way I phrase things and say it, especially if I notice any youngsters out in the audience. But um, I'm the type of person, Bill, who feels that regardless of the age, this is life. I have no problem talking to young people about this, but I don't want to, you know, put any parents uh, in a difficult position. So. So just keep that in mind. And we will have um, uh, public service announcements about stuff like that at the beginning of the of the discussion, I'm sure. Yeah, there will be a, a warning at the top of yeah. the panel. In addition to suicide and self-harm, there are, all, are also discussions of child abuse mm-hmm. as well as domestic violence. Yes. Um, and th- these are all very serious topics and we don't necessarily want to catch any parents off guard. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if somebody needs to leave the panel based on that, because maybe maybe that's a particular trigger for them. We absolutely understand and respect that. Right. Nobody's feelings are going to be hurt. Absolutely. Um, we just we want to be open and honest about what these panels will be about. Yep. And one of the things that I think is important is we're there to talk about um, some of our personal stories, but we're also there to be the ones to help. 
We want to be able for people to come to us and talk to us if they need to, especially me. I'm not sure about Bill, how you feel about it, but this is for me. I've had an experience. I talk about it. If it's, if it makes other people more comfortable to talk about their issues with someone who's dealt with something like this before, bring it on. I'm here to help and here to talk about it. So that's one one other positive aspect that I feel talking about my experience uh, has been. Absolutely. So that's the last panel upstairs on Sunday. We're on opposite Walter Koenig in the main stage, the Skyline Ballroom. Oof. So um, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I understand, you know, the, the panel had to go somewhere. It had to be up against something. <laughs> if you're going to be up against a living legend, it, it could be worse. You true. Know? That is um, true. Other panels on Sunday that are of, of note, obviously there's a Star Trek prodigy panel with Kate Mulgrew. Um, absolutely looking forward to that. There's a science of Star Trek panel called things are only possible until they're not, which sounds really kind of fascinating. Um, People can ask questions about the science of Star Trek with Dr. Kirk Moore. And I apologize if I'm going to butcher this name, Dr. Vulas Saradakis. Uh, it, it it sounds like this could be a really great theoretical panel. Like how could mm -hmm. we get from here to there? Right. Um, I think that could be fantastic. Um, science officers of Star Trek Prodigy. That could be a great panel with Dr. Aaron. Um, I there's not a bad one on the list, then. There isn't. I'm looking forward to, because both you and I have experienced it, Star Trek tattoos and collecting. Yeah. Looking for more art, maybe? <laughs> well, I was going to get to this as we talk about the vendor's room a little bit, but Ink Fusion mm. Empire, which I follow them on Instagram. They do a whole bunch of nerdy tattoos. Nice. Um, they are actually going to be tattooing live in the vendor's hall. Um, people who want to get Star Trek tattoos. That, oh, that could be. A now I'm sure a lot of it's smaller pieces, perhaps <laughs> some Star Trek flash art. Yeah. Um, I probably know like multi-hour pieces like the uh, ones we have. Geez. But um, <laughs> in their panel on Sunday at 1215, they're going to be talking about several decades of collecting memorabilia like comics and toys and, and records, toothbrushes and tattoos. And they might even throw in some trivia with some prizes, but those, those artists are going to be working in the vendor's room all weekend long, Dan. I think that that has absolutely never happened before. Absolutely never happened. And I hope it's something that catches on. I'd love for this to become a regular thing. Have it in Vegas. Could you imagine? And and I'm, I, I say this half jokingly, but seriously, can you imagine how much clientele they would bring in at a Star Trek convention if they're doing Star Trek art actually in the vendor's room? I mean, it's just, it's just, just crazy to think. I mean, I'd get up there and get like four or five of them if I could. Yeah. Well, and, at uh, other Vegas cons, there has been a tattoo shop in the hotel, which has done right. some Star Trek flash art, but that's not the same thing. Not the same. Not the same. Not live on the floor in the vendor's hall, like a, like a tattoo convention. Right. Absolutely. Um, who knows? Maybe you and I could leave with some new Star Trek ink. I'm, I'm, it's, it's a, it's a distinct possibility. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, if you want to check out the panels, um, go to the Star Trek Missions website at StarTrekMissions.com. Mm -hmm. You can go to, I think it's Explore the Show on the menu and then Panel List. Um, it's not a, it's not an easy to read schedule, but it is a pretty comprehensive listing of what they have scheduled. I will say also, if you want, you can also go download the, uh, Mission Chicago app on your, uh, Android or Apple device. Um, they do have a schedule section. Uh, if you, if you click on the main menu and go into, uh, the schedule, that's a little bit easier to read. If you go into schedule and then actually click the schedule button, you got a whole list 
rundown of of all the different shows on the different days. Uh, of course, one of the big highlights, which we haven't talked about yet, which you may be getting to, Bill, is of course uh, the captain himself, William Shatner, will actually be doing a panel on Sunday uh, in the main uh, area at twelve thirty. And and it's always interesting. That he always brings something to people uh, talk about after the convention. I'm sure this will be no different. Of course, <laughs> this will be one of the first times that we've seen him. Um, or or one of the first times that he's been at a, at a major convention since he went into space. Exactly. Yeah. I, so. I look, you know, his panels are always so different. And I don't mean that, you know, <laughs> pejoratively. Yeah. I, I, I think that that's kind of a refreshing change. I mean, you can only talk about the same things in episodes right. for so long. I mean, he's been doing it now for 56 years. Um, I'm not, I, I don't begrudge him the fact that he wants to change it up and talk about other things. Mm-hmm. Totally yep. understand. Um, he has a unique perspective now. He's been to He's the been edge there. of space. Right. And yeah. I think it's going to be fascinating to hear how it changed him, quite frankly. It, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. And, and his discussions are always interesting. Another one that I'm really looking forward to, man. And and I got to say, this kind of came about uh, in Vegas last year with a little help from from you and I. And that's um, there's going to be another Disco Does D&D panel in chicago this happened in vegas last year with noah and and mary chifo and a bunch of other discovery castmates got up there and played dungeons and dragons i think anthony rapp was there last year as well in in vegas and uh it was really popular it was hugely popular and and i think it's fantastic that they're continuing to do this they do this online all the time and they're going to have a panel in uh, in chicago where they're going to do the same thing a bunch of discovery cast is going to get up there and play DD for you Woo-hoo. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're using the mobile app, which I recommend, you can also get push notifications through the mobile yep. app. You can add panels to your schedule and then see the ones that you've added. So you don't, you know, you maybe get a, a smaller view and don't have to look at everything. Right. So, and uh, I think you can get notifications before your panel starts, which is kind of cool too. Um, thinking I, everything these days. Uh, I know, right? I find it that uh, people in this century look at their mobile devices quite a bit. That's a little quote from this week's, you know, Picard. Just please shut your mouth. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So one of the, let's talk about the vendors hall for a second. um, Okay. Because there are some definite different things. One of which is a gaming pavilion. Lovely. It's a, I like that. It's a 40 by 50 space. Um, tilting point will be in there with Star Trek timelines. I'm sure that there will be other games represented as well, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I think that's really a kind of a positive change. I mean, so many Star Trek games have come out for mobile in the past few years with more to come. Um, plus, I mean, there's Star Trek online. There's the new Star Trek. Was it resurgence? Resurgence. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's coming out soon. Yeah. That's coming out soon. So I hope that that's one dedicated hub for all things gaming. I know um, that there was a lower decks one that had started coming out in Europe and had not been released in the United States yet. I'm yeah, it's in beta. That that'll be. Yeah, yep. I'm looking forward to, to checking that one out too. So you know, you know me, I'll, I'll always try out the mobile games as they come out and and see how they are, and and uh, so that'll be interesting. And like you said, I think we had it uh, in Vegas a couple of years ago where one of the virtual rides that you see it like Dave and Buster's was there, and that was pretty cool. That so was. it's nice to see that they've expanded it to include a lot more uh, uh, of gaming stuff. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, also in the vendors hall, there's, uh, I believe the family stage is in there. The show store is in there. So mm-hmm. if you want to buy Mission Chicago merch, there's a special section just for that. Um, obviously, we have a booth at number 1827. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, Intergalactic Trading Company has a booth in there. Star Trek Wines at booth 1817. Oh, yeah. 
um, Cherry Tree Inc. at 1917. They make those really kind of high-end PCs um, that look like board cubes, which are yeah. just un- phenomenal. Awesome. Um, I'm not. We're not there yet. <laughs> Stop. I'm excited. <laughs> Five-year mission is going to be at booth 1918. That's a nice. late edition. Yep. Not far from us. So it's good to see the guys there when they're not on stage. I'm sure you can see them at their booth. I'm sure they'll have CDs for sale as well as you can take pictures with Fark. Um, Cause Great. I mean, cause he's Fark. Why wouldn't you want to? Uh, Dan, I mentioned there are going to be tattoo artists mm-hmm. in the vendors hall. They actually have six booths wow. set up with tattoo artists. That's a lot of a lot of tattooing going on. 1805, 1807, 1809, 1904, 06, and 08. Huh. Um, wow. That's a lot of booths. That's a lot of booths. Uh, <laughs> Entertainment Cruise Productions, the Star Trek Cruise folks will be there. Uh, Hero Within, they do some great um they do some great merch clothing wise and other things. Uh Volante Designs, which also does uh apparel. Let's see. Pop Minded by Hallmark, obviously, in there at 2111. Science Division next to that at 2113. And behind both of those booths, a gargantuan double-sized fan sets booth at 2210. Um, A little far away from us, but I got to tell you what, they're right up there by the entrance. Um, and what a shock where they should be, where they should be. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, A lot of love there. I think it's great. Uh, it, It really is awesome seeing all of the various uh, vendors that are going to be there. I'm so excited that Star Trek Wines is going to be there. Um, and of course, our friend Science Division and fan sets. Um, I, I, every time we go to Vegas, one of the first things I do is go to the Hallmark booth. Because there's really? always I don't something. think I realized that. Oh, yeah. I love going there right away just to see what the what they got. Um, we've gotten a couple show exclusive Vegas. Um, so I'm hoping there'll be a little surprise in there. Uh, it's always good to give, you know, you know, Kevin's usually there too. So we can give him a little bit of a hard time and maybe Dayton will show up and we can, you know, punch both of them. Well, we know Dayton Ward will be there. I know he's <laughs> yeah. on the book panel, yeah. which is uh, being done by uh, by some friends of ours, uh, which is, is, is very awesome. I'm very excited for that. Um, there are some toy vendors in the booth. Um, I don't believe, not Playmates, but some other people who actually retail toys. Yep. Uh, the Prop Store of London, who do auctions of, of film and television collectibles. Um, and they've had some amazing, amazing pieces and come through their auctions lately. They've got an amazingly sized booth, because I can imagine what they're going to have on display there. Um, let's see. XO6. Uh, X, oh, that's right. Yeah. XM6, makers of those action figures. Yep. And they're going to be releasing um, the Spock from the motion picture one. Uh, will be at least to see, you'll be able to see it at the, at their booth uh, this weekend, which uh, they announced today, I think. So that's, and that looks pretty awesome. So yeah, those, those action figures, those are, they're, they're pretty awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> are, are they awesome? They're XO awesome. I just stop. Sorry. Really? Um, Jackie Cox has her own booth. Uh, 2236. Um, and there are various other booths. I know T-Mobile has a booth, which is weird to me. It is. Yeah. I'm sure that they <laughs> are at pretty much all the conventions. True. I'm yeah. sure somebody will sign up. You never know. Yeah. Um, uh, Sid Cities has going to have his own booth as well. You know, maybe he'll be there every once in a while, but I know that they got some great people that are over at Sid City that'll be willing to talk to everybody. So that'll be good as well. You know, that will be good. I, I, and I'm sure that Sid will will probably do a, a drop in on his booth too, because um, why wouldn't he? I mean, it's his. <laughs> uh, other fan booths. I know that uh, 
um, Yvette from Sci-Fi Sisters, um, one of the, the groups that she has a participation in the USS Gerard Holder will be there mm-hmm. uh, in Chicago. They've got their own booth, which is fantastic. Uh, the Ray Bradbury Experience Museum, which I'd never heard of before now. Um, but there's, there's a lot of booths. I think it's a, a smaller vendor presence potentially than Vegas. At least it looks that way on the map. Um, but I honestly don't know. Um, I've never looked at the map before, but I, I do feel like there's there's a smaller vendor presence. And I think that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I sometimes feel bad for some of the vendors in Vegas who are like yeah. off in those back corners that never have anybody around them. Um, I think if it's a smaller convention with a smaller group of vendors, that allows the vendors to be seen more and get their product and word out better. So I'm all yeah. for that. I think that'll be a good thing. And I'm I'm really excited to be part of the vendors room um, to be able to to talk to our our friends and and listeners and 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 reunite with all those people that we haven't seen in so long. Well, we're in the section over by the gaming pavilion, which will yeah. be pretty exciting. So I might be over there the whole day anyway. With so. uh, celebrity ink autographs on one side of us and uh, cult TV man on the other side. Will you be um, uh, over at the autograph booth giving away autographs of yourself during the uh, weekend? No. Okay. Nobody no. wants my autograph. That's are you true. Kidding me? Yeah. That's why uh, I said giving away. I think there are fewer people who want yours. <laughs> oh, come on now. You blame them. Farkisms. <laughs> What'd you say? I didn't catch that. Farkism. Oh, farkism. No. <laughs> Dear God, no, please. Wow. Anyway. So I mean there's a plus I mean there's gonna be a dizzying array of things happening after hours, just oh god. On an ad hoc basis. I, yeah. I know there are I, I've seen a lot of questions lately, you know, are there any parties planned? We had hoped to do something, but just the cost was so egregious that we yeah. couldn't make it happen budgetarily. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these venues are coming back after COVID and I, I don't begrudge them any of that because um, they're still in business and they managed to hang on mm-hmm. and they're, they're looking to, they're looking to, to, to make themselves, you know, uh, a little more solidly better off. And I, I respect right. that. It's just, it's not, it's not a level that we're prepared to play at quite right. frankly. Right. And I think that makes, um, at least for this year, I'm not having anything in Chicago. It makes, it makes the return of the fan geeks party in Vegas, all that more exciting. Uh, and, and I'm looking forward to that, but, but yeah, you're right. And, and, and it it might be a blessing in disguise, Bill, when you think about it, because we're going to be doing so much already as it is with the booth and everything like that, that, that the planning for that would have driven you probably just crazy and we would not get any sleep. We're not going to get any sleep anyway, but it would be even worse. Um, so, um, it, I'm okay with that. Um, I know that there'll be stuff going on, um, and we'll just plan on, uh, doing our big party in Vegas. One of the, one of the real differences with this con is that it is quite decentralized compared to the Vegas cons. And here's, yeah. here's what I mean by that. At Vegas, um, you really didn't have to leave the hotel to do anything. Mm -hmm. If you really didn't want to, theoretically, you don't have to at Chicago, but I mean, there's really limited selections as far as things to eat and do at a hotel in Chicago compared to a hotel in Vegas. Right. Um, Exactly. I don't know what time the hotel bar shuts down, but unlike Vegas, (laughs) the bar will shut down at some point. (laughs) Maybe they'll do something special just for this weekend. (laughs) I don't know. Well, we don't even know what their staffing is like at that bar. I mean- Um, because this is one of their first conventions back. Yeah. Do they have more than one conventions? Bar. Right. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think that a, lo- a lot of groups of people are going to be playing things by ear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure if, you know, there's a hotel bar somewhere, we'll probably be at it at some point. I, 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 I agree with that. I, I Allegedly. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to take a moment to call out the fact that, you know, uh, you and I are planning on having a great time, but it's more than just you and I in Vegas representing Trek Geeks. We are oh so, so fortunate to have so many of our shows actually being represented in Vegas this year. There's obviously Sci-Fi Sisters. There's Deep Space Pride. There's Divine Treasury. There's Discovering Trek. There's us. There's Five Year Mission. And uh, there's With the First Link. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm sure that I'm missing somebody and it's only because we have a hundred zillion shows now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know there will be a chance to meet folks from across the network which contract honestly uh, what's that contract <laughs> oh great thank you ron ron robel will be there contract yeah uh con pod con pod sorry so you don't even know the name of the show I, you idiot i I'm, I'm so excited it's a trek podcast and i just got my words screwed up that never happens no um yeah uh, con pod will be there but i mean we are so we're so blessed and fortunate because it'll be the first time we've met some of these people in person. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> it, yes. really, it really is. We've had so many of these great shows join the network over the course of the last two years, and we haven't been able to go out and meet any of them. I know. Uh, so it'll, and Bovia notwithstanding, because we have met Bovia. Um, Unfortunately. But, uh, yeah. But uh, it's going to be great to meet these people for the first time uh, and, and be able to thank them for what they contribute to the network. And, and yeah, it's, it's, the, I, I got to say, it's great to have so many people that are going to be joining us out there from the network so that they can, you know, fill in for the booth while we have to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to, your poorly written I'll be back sign was going to be somewhere. <laughs> yes. So, so we're looking at an amazing weekend. If you're going to Chicago, please, we'd love to say hi. We'd love to yep. meet you. Um, if you don't want to meet Dan, I understand. I, I can yep. meet you separately. Right. Um, if you're not going to Chicago, thank you for indulging us in this this kind of look at, <laughs> at what the weekend's going to be like. Um, there may be an episode when we return of what, how, how awesome the con was. Hmm, um, we might find I'm, out about that in just a few minutes. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's like I it's like I helped plan this show or something. I know. It's amazing. Um, but- that that really is uh, kind of where our focus is. We arrive Thursday afternoon around noontime, give yep. or take. Yep. Uh, on site, and um, it's going to be a whirlwind from there, buddy. There we go. Going to start building that booth right up, right there at noon. I don't even know if we're going to go to our room right away. Uh, well, we might have to to uh, ditch the suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just bring mine with me. Put them under the table. Well, you know what, Dan? <laughs> um, there are going to be some other folks in Chicago, as we just mentioned. The band Five Year Mission, your house mm-hmm. band for Star Trek Mission Chicago. And also uh, hanging out with a booth of their own, not far from ours, which is pretty exciting. It is. Um, if if you haven't yet, head out to uh, fiveyearmission.net, get their CDs. Or if you're going to be in Chicago, swing by their booth, pick up a couple of discs, pop them in the car for the ride home. It's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, fiveyearmission.net. Um, come see them at Mission Chicago. Come meet them at their booth. Come listen to Fark give us crap from 20 feet yeah. away mm-hmm. um because i'm sure that will happen security but five year mission.net yeah booth one niner one eight they'll be at i have to throw no a okay in there. i'm calling a moratorium <laughs> on niners it's the first time i've done it i don't even know how long you did it before i did last time <laughs> uh, yeah to illustrate how stupid it was <laughs> it is it is but yeah booth 1918 it's going to be great to see him um if, if you remember bill 
Last time we sat down to record Trek Geeks, our good friend Helen Reed joined me in the Farkism Hall of Fame as she was the winner of the Right Dan's Farkism Contest. Um, but I, I, I found that it was only right to choose a runner-up it, it, because so many people want to be involved in this in this you know legendary status. So uh, I want to say congratulations or maybe our apologies to Ryan Jeffs, who has won a $25 Fansets gift card for the following fantastic Farktastic Farkism. And this one's a little complicated, so if I screw it up, I apologize uh, up front. <laughs> Thank you for the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, one of our illustrious Patreonicals recently recommended I watch something the other day. So they told me it was set during the 23rd century where a band is dispatched to the scene of a giant Zoom meeting about to engulf two podcasts. The drummer averts calamity but is exposed to the Zoom meeting and presumed dead. And then years later, the band's new drummer learns that one of the disaster's survivors, Bill Smith, plans to enter the Zoom meeting by destroying his podcast partner. The new drummer now must collaborate with an unlikely ally in order to stop Smith, and they must successfully transfer the drumsticks while the fate of a podcast network hangs in the balance. It was the beloved movie, Star Trek Farkerations. And I knew that you would want to hear this one because you probably think it would be better than the one it's named after because you hate that one so much. No, it sounds terrible. <laughs> um, you know, I, I yeah. as soon as you told me who had written it, <laughs> I knew that it was going to involve a callback yes. to that piece of <laughs> movie. <generation. laughs> yes, yes. And that is that one hour and 11 minutes and 59 seconds, just so they can write that down. Oh, no, I, I already got it. Okay, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing worse than the movie Star Trek Generations is the Farkism Star Trek Farkerations. Oh, good. So mine are even better than his. So No, okay, I'm not so saying that. But if his I'm not the, saying that at uh, all. <laughs> I'm, it's I'm still better it. than yours. I'm going to say it. That's all right. It, it's oh. still better than yours, but uh, I see why um, I, I see why Ryan won a $25 gift card to <laughs> yes. fansets.com. Um, I, it kills me that it's for something tied to general. I, I knew that you would not, be very disappointed at that. So, Ryan, I will be in touch with you on how we're going to get that gift card to you. So, congratulations. You, Helen, and I, Farkism Legends. Not many people can say that. So, congratulations, buddy. Did I mention that's a movie? <laughs> I think I did. I think you did, yeah. Yeah, I think I did. Don't forget, you too can support the Trek Geeks Podcast Network by subscribing to us on Patreon, where you can get all kinds of uh, bonus audio and raw audio and and stuff, Stan. Uh, yeah, I'm on a Mexican radio. Oh, so you made me think of that song when you said audio like that, so I almost started singing it, but audio. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, actually. So um, right now, I'm just going to stop talking and thank all of our associate producers for Trek Geeks, because as always, we are so grateful for their support. And they are Vikram Bhatt, Brag Damag, William Edward M. Jr., Patrick Escadero, Andy Fark, Kimberly Francis, Jonathan Hamilton, Peter Hong, William Jackson, Ryan Jeffs, John Krikorian, Sean Lynn, Rick Mason, Jamie McGregor, Ross McKinney. Aaron Mollenkoff, Casey Pettit, Helen Reed, Sarah Rutlinger, Tim Robertson, Desi Rogers, Greg Rozier, Eric Sakian, Adam Sanders, Tim Serdar, Heather Sohn, Blake Strike, Rick Tatro, Lisa Tomlinson, Ron Robel, and the gracious and wonderful Connie Hutchins. 
That didn't sound very gracious or wonderful. I wanted to, yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited. No, I just wanted to level it out so not everybody was like, oh, you're giving Connie all the love, which we should because she's wonderful. But yeah, so that's why I did that. Hmm. I was expecting Schwarzenegger. Well, 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 Connie Hutchinson's awesome and wonderful and gracious. Oh, get to the chopper. Yeah. Everybody down. I also want to thank our Chat Geeks producers. <laughs> I suck at that. For their support, they are Mike Bovia, Chaz Bradshaw, Kyle Castillo, Peter Craig, Andy Davenport, Craig Ewing, Jackie and Chris Hackney, Kimberly Hartman, David Hood, Lionel Marchon, Matt McGonagall, Jim McMahon, Darren Metcalf, Charlie Mulvey, Sean O'Halloran, Jamie Rogers, Casey Shafsky, Jim Stoffel, Chris Trebuzio, Ken Tripp, Christina Werther, and the lovely and talented Jess Vashon. Dan, the senior producer of Trek Geeks, is the stupendously superlative Jude Tatman. Jude, look up those words in the dictionary if you don't know them. That's your homework, buddy. I... I would probably look them up as well. I know you'll need to. Yes. I had a wonderful email conversation with Jude's uh, mom uh, just the other day. They are doing great over there in London. Uh, miss miss them. Miss him. Uh, Jude is awesome. And, and no one deserves the senior producer of Trek Geeks more than that young lad. Laddie? Certainly not you. How do they say, how do they say lad in England? Lad. 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 Okay. Uh, you can, sorry. You too can become a producer on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network, and it is so easy to do. Head on over to patreon.com slash trekgeeks for all the details. Dan, next time when we sit down to fill the ears of our wonderful listeners with our nails on a chalkboard style voices, we'll be talking about our weekend in the Windy City for Mission Chicago. Mission. I like that. Monsieur. Uh, you got that right, buddy. We, you know, we spent all this episode giving a preview of the official Star Trek convention. And for those that don't want to hear it, tough, because next time we're going to talk about the actual event and all the cool things that happened while we were in Chicago, meeting some great new friends and reuniting with all those that we've missed over the last two years. It's my kind of town, the Mission Chicago Review. And it's next time on Trek Geeks, the flagship of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Looking forward to that. Um, it's a weekend that's going to fly by. Um, yeah, it is. And it's going to be a blur and we're going to do our best to be honest about the con, despite the fact that we're going to have an awesome time seeing so many people that we haven't mm-hmm. seen in so long. Um, but look for that in two weeks on the flagship. For more great Star Trek discussion, we want everyone to check out the other member podcasts here on the network. We just mentioned you're going to get to meet so many of them at Mission Chicago this weekend. Of course, so will we. Um, mm-hmm. But they're all fantastic shows created by passionate fans who just want to celebrate Star Trek and Gene's vision. You can find all our podcasts in the free Trek Geeks mobile app or get a link to your favorite podcast player by visiting trekgeeks.com slash listen. The Trek Geeks Podcast Network. No one talks Trek like we do. Dare I say, no one. And of course, for all the news on all the Star Trek CEO, please visit our great friends at treknews.net. For now, this has been episode number 280 of the Trek Geeks Podcast. We do hope you all live long and prosper. Shish kebab, Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> Shikokanat. Oh, now see, you ruined it. See, you didn't expect that one, did you? No, <laughs> I, I should have, because yeah. it sucked. Expe- Music for Trek Geeks is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net. Trek Geeks is a production of Coconut Media Works, executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.
know what? Screw it. I'll do it afterwards. They, they can wait. <clears throat> but I, I've clicked record. Now Bing Bong is not the first thing because I told you I was going to click record and you just kept talking and didn't shut your blowhole. Bing Bong! Hey. That's <laughs> about... <laughs> You know, after seven, after seven years, you think you know where the mute button is. <laughs> I, th- I was looking, and as you could probably tell, the listeners can't because they're listeners, not viewers. I was not actually looking at the screen <laughs> when you said that. I was looking over here. So I know exactly where the mute button is, and I wish I had some duct tape so I could mute your face. Huh? I'd put it over your mouth and nose. How Just would saying. you do that through your computer? Oh my with god! With the mute button. Let's see, people would have. You to are a with. moron. This is what it's going to be like in a few days, and we're going to be in person. And even though I can't wait to see all of you who are going to be there, I have to put up with this. Person. I'm going to choke you out in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> are we stopping in Baltimore? I don't even know our I flight know, plan. I assume so. <laughs> Hold on, all you, right. you talk. I'll tell you. Okay, well, yeah, we'll get on a plane and we'll, you know, first thing we're going to do is fire up our iPads and watch Star Trek anyway, so it's not like we're going to talk to each other. There's some truth in that, yeah. And I'll be playing my Disney game too, so. Now, do you have like a a standard set of episodes you watch or movies or do you, how do you decide what Star Trek you're going to watch on the plane? Um, I don't, I just, before, uh, usually before any trip that I go on, I'll just go into my library and I'll just grab stuff and I'll, and I'll download it. Um, so, uh, I, and, and now for the first time in a long time, now that I got my Plex set up, I'll be able to actually do episodes cause I didn't have episodes before. So, um, and I'll just, I'll just go, Oh, I'll go with that one. I'll go with that one. And I always grab a Marvel movie or two or something like that. So I'll have something. Oh, we do stop in Baltimore, by the way. We do stop in Baltimore. Okay, so it's going to be like a little quick little hour and a half jaunt and then a couple hours over. So, yeah. That's exactly it. An hour and a half to Baltimore, two hours to Chicago. Awesome. All right, then. Which sucks because it used to just be hour 45 to Chicago and you were done. Yeah. Yep. Yep. At least we're not doing it. There was some flight I booked recently or I was going to book and it was like it. we went from Chicago to Orlando. Uh, yeah, I think it was one of the different flights yeah. we could take home. Chicago, Orlando. Manchester. Uh, that's dumb. If I'm going to go to Orlando, believe me, I'm staying in Orlando, first of all. Uh, and let's fly 1,500 miles in the wrong direction before we go home. I had to do that one year when I came home from Atlanta for Thanksgiving. Ugh. The Ugh. only flight we could get back was routed out of routed through Orlando. Eek. So you want Atlanta or Orlando, Manchester? That's yeah. funny. Okay. Little I wish we could have stayed. Yeah, that would be good. So I'm going um, to Orlando at the end of May... For yeah. a quick weekend for a podcasting conference. My I'm wife wanna... is trying to talk me into going to Galaxy's Edge on my own. You should. She did. Um, we're heading down in uh, just under four weeks. I usually don't like experiencing those things alone because the, the joy with me comes from experiencing it with other people. Nobody wants to be with you anyway, so you might as well enjoy it for yourself. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'd go with you Holy in crap. Speaking of Galaxy's Edge, my friend. I have one other question, though. Yeah. Do you know... Uh, can you Uber to Hollywood Studios? Oh, I'm sure you can. You can. They, they've got they've got stuff there all over the place. They have so ride sure share lines. Yes, I believe they do. I, I, okay. I'll have to double check. I, I don't usually need them, so I don't look for them, but I'm pretty right. sure that they do. Okay. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your train. No, that's okay. But well, speaking of Galaxy's Edge, in addition to um, First Contact Day being right now as we record before we head out to Chicago, may the force be with you. Now that we can play Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm very so, excited about this. So this morning at about 1245, now keep in mind, I went to bed at like 11. Yeah. So I had not been asleep for long. I woke up with just this stinging pain in my jaw. And I don't know why it's never happened like that before. It's fine now, you know, but I, I, I was awake for a while. I took about four Advil. I iced my jaw and eventually I got back to sleep. But while I was awake, I went downstairs and I started downloading ye old Legos, <laughs> Star Wars Skywalker saga. And I was playing it this morning on my day off and um, they've really elevated that game. I'm looking forward to playing it. Have you fired it up yet? I fired, well, similar to you, I didn't have a jaw problem last night, but at about 10 past 12, I got up just to get a drink. I usually keep a, a bottle of Hint water next to my uh, bed, but it was empty. So I got up and I'm like, oh, it's after midnight. Fired the TV on, brought up the Xbox just to see, because early in the day when I tried to, just to see what would happen, yeah. it gave me all the add-ons that I got with the deluxe edition that I could download. So it did yep. that, but it still wouldn't let me play. But last night at 10 past 12, I checked and it did. So I fired it up. I went into chapter one and saw Princess Leia running around the ship and and played for like 20 seconds. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to bed or otherwise I'll be up for four <laughs> hours. Um, so, so you but, started uh, where I did with with uh, what is now known as episode four. I think that's where I, th- I checked all the other ones. They all appear locked. So I think that's you where you can have start, to start at the first movie in each trilogy. Oh, okay. Because when I went through them, I thought it said locked. So I'll have to recheck that. Okay. The like Empire and Jedi... And and the twos and threes in each of the other trilogies were locked, okay. but you could start at the first movie. Like I could have started at Phantom Menace. I don't. But know who would want to do that? <laughs> Unless we get I to fig- kill Jar Jar Banks. But you know, I figure why not play them in the order they were released as films? Yeah, I'll probably do the same thing. And I have to. I, I haven't played a Lego game in a long time, so I'll have to just remember. I think you just like punch everything to get the little tokens to fly up into the screen or shoot. Or and this one's different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's got uh, like fighting and star fighting and everything. Yeah. You can block, you can, you know, if you're hand to hand with an opponent, it, it will block you and you've got to punch different buttons to- That's pretty cool. To try, you know, it takes more than one shot to kill something. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, everybody, and like, say you're shooting a stormtrooper, he's got a health meter. Yes. That's cool. I did see that in the trailer and it'll be good because I'm playing a lot of Call of Duty lately. So, it's been a lot of blood and gore and, and killing people. So, it'll be good to have a fun uh, shoot shooting game. It's good mindless get, like, fun. Lego- stuff through the stress of the uh the cybersecurity incident at work mm. i was i was decompressing and, and de-stressing playing lego star wars and nice. i would go through and do free play on all the levels just to collect coins and and yep. unlock things and, and just to have fun and play with di- different characters um, i've got like my lego avengers lego jurassic park mm-hmm. lego harry potter and i haven't done anything with them I'm going to have to start playing those too. But it might be stupid to play this one first because I'm sure that it's a lot more improved than those versions. I may never want to go play those. Lego <laughs> Avengers was an improvement over the other Lego games. Uh, this new Lego Skywalker saga, it, it puts Lego Avengers to shame. Wow. It's I'm just, it's, to it's it. high def. It, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. The trailer, I mean, just the, the beginning looks either. fantastic. Yeah. 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 The awesome. detail, even just the gameplay is amazing. Cool. Looking forward to playing it. And that's our Star Wars talk today here on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. It's the probably, and we're not even doing it in May, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, that's true. Well, because uh, honestly, May the 4th, I'm still going to be talking about Strange New Worlds premiering well, May 5th. Right. And and I will tell you, I'll be in Disney uh, for uh, May the 4th, and we will not be going to Hollywood Studios on May 4th. I can guarantee you that <laughs> right now. That doesn't happen. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. I'm going at the end of the month, so yeah. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. Probably a mistake. Probably busy. Yeah, probably a little busy. Yeah, bring some water, stay hydrated. Yeah. Well, it's good that I can be in the single uh, single rider lane. Right. 
Absolutely. Is is there one for that ride, though? I don't know. But if there is, I'll be in it. Okay. Well, there you go. Excellent. Great. Hey, dude, we're in Chicago. (laughs) I have have trepidation. Uh, I'll take care of you. I know, but from my perspective, it's rough to put that burden on somebody else. My wife understands and signed up for it. Look at this face. You know, no, I know, but I mean, from somebody who deals with this anxiety, yeah, it is. It's hard to give somebody else that burden because you feel like an imposition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Well, that's all right. I'll make um, it. You may have to scout some things ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And if and if it's something that it looks like it's going to worry you, I'll have no problem punching you in the face and knocking you out, so you don't have to deal with it. Carry you to where we need to go, and then you'll wake up and you'll be fine. Yeah, but I, I've seen you. You can't pick my fat ass up. I'll drag you. I'll get a dolly. I'll get a cart. I'll get a rolling chair. I'll get a, a, a tiger with a saddle on him. I don't I'm care. Sorry. We're in Chicago. We're not in some lawless swamp like Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> lawless swamp is a reference to the office for all the Floridians who are going to complain. <laughs> I think we have seven refer- listeners from Florida. Actually. Yeah. Michael Scott refers to Tallahassee as some kind of lawless swamp. <laughs> Swamp, nice. He's not wrong though. Uh, I haven't been to Tallahassee, so I can't say. I just assume all Florida is like the rest of Florida and someplace I don't want to move to. Wow. Sue doesn't want to move to Florida, I'll tell you that. That's not happening with us. Mm-mm. Um Arizona's nice. I I actually love Arizona and have been a couple times and would love to live out there. You get all the seasons depending on where you live in the state, right, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> or Arizona, as I like to call it. Arizona. That's funny. I see. I think you play on words. You funny, funny so guy. funny. What'd you say? I have to bleep you now. I said a funny, funny guy. Oh, it sounded like you said effing funny guy. Oh no, 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 funny, funny. No, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, funny. This isn't rewind. Which was fun. <laughs> Although we recently, for those who may not have heard it, we were guests on Rewind with Haley and Sarah. To talk about TNG is the perfect mate. And oh my God, we had such a good time. Oh man, it was, oh, busted a gut in stitches, knee slapper. Are you 75 years old? <laughs> what the hell is wrong yeah, with you? I'm getting close to that. Knee slapper? Knee slapper. Were you raised in the 1940s? Hardy har har. <laughs> my word. <laughs> oh my golly gosh. Tongue in cheek. <laughs> Which makes no sense because that is usually the case. Your tongue is in your cheek. No, your tongue is in your mouth, idiot. But but it's next to your cheek, so it can be you know intertwined. And tongue in cheek inter- is not an out of date phrase. It's used all the time. Oh my god, I'm just trying to whippersnapper might be whippersnapper is a good one. Yes, yeah. I like whippersnapper. Drink some sarsaparilla. We oh talked about that god. already once before recently. So Rufus Xavier sarsaparilla. <laughs> Whoa, you remember that the uh, Schoolhouse Rock? I don't remember that one. Huh. Hmm. Oh, way to go, super fan. I'm just a bill. Yeah. I remember that. I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Yeah. I cannot believe I got that note. <laughs> I can't either. I can't either. Okay. You're <laughs> I know I was gonna say you're you're wearing the tight undies today, aren't you? Ah, uh, so for those of you who are gonna be in, in Chicago for Star Trek Mission Chicago, our new booth number is eighteen twenty seven. Please stop by. Please say hi. Hmm. Please uh, know that we'd love to see you and and, yes. and and love Trek with you and yes. and do all kinds of great stuff. And for those of you who are not, um, we'll we'll try to 
keep it to a minimum on our social media, but no, we're going to be pretty damn excited. Uh, yeah, that might be hard to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't want, I, I'm, va- I'm bad at filters and doing hashtags. So sorry. I'm aware. Ahead of time. So you're, you're bad at, you're bad at life. I'm bad at everything. I see your iron in the background. Uh, yes, I've been ironing today. It's been busy at work, so I brought the iron up to go in between things that I'm doing. So you iron before you pack, and then you unpack and iron? Well, no, I'm just doing my regular ironing because I haven't done it in a while, and I wanted to get it all done before I leave so Sue doesn't have to do anything. So gotcha. I had a lot to do. But, I, but yes, I, I will. I put all the stuff that I'm going to be bringing has been ironed, and I'll put it in the suitcase. And It hasn't been ironed recently. It's just been ironed in, in the closet. This is really way more of an explanation than I cared for. It's a lot it of ironing, out about 15 seconds I said ago. the person who asked, are you going to iron in Chicago? <laughs> so well, I yeah, because I, I don't want to do it myself. <laughs> exactly. And I'll be happy to do it because I love ironing. It's fun. I just asked you... <laughs> <laughs> if you were ironing, packing, and then ironing again once you went back. And I got this five-minute-long yeah. dissertation on That's what I do. the benefits of ironing. It's like, I, I don't I don't care. Just answer yes or no. You don't care, but everybody else does, and they are listening to riveting conversations. I assure you, they do not care. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to get all the wrinkles out of the problem, right? Ha! No. Patreon, Sorry. stay tuned for a quick <laughs> We Love Trek, which will... Uh, appear in the Trek Geeks mobile app for everybody else who's not a Patreon. Hmm. Um, if you hmm. don't have the Trek Geeks mobile app, go to trekgeeks.com slash app today. Oh, look at that plug. Is that pretty good? Plugging away. Uh, plug your face. What? Whoa. 